Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 21 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il, and it is a, a, a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam. Thank you so much for listening and uh, participating. And if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com. And I promise I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. And again, this, this podcast is for everyone who is interested uh, in learning more about the religion of Islam. Whether you are a Muslim or not, uh, this podcast is for you, inshallah. Uh, and with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. And today's topic, we are continuing to discuss the world of the angels. We will uh, answer mainly two main questions. Uh, the first question is, uh, how do angels interact with us? How do they affect our lives as humans, right? And uh, uh, why did Allah, and the second question is, why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send human messengers instead of angels? Since, you know, angels are perfect and they are, uh, uh, you know, they never disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So why did Allah choose uh, to send human prophets instead of angels we will answer these two questions inshallah let's you know without any further ado let's start uh, answering the first question which is what is the relationship between um, angels and uh, humans now there are two we we discussed that basic premise of the relationship before when we said that you know angels there are some angels who protect us from you know any harm that was not written upon us right and there are some angels who i mean every human being is assigned an angel that comes after 120 days from you know uh, the start of the creation and blo that, that blows the soul into that flesh that piece of flesh w it, within the mother's womb to make it a, a actual full human uh, so th these these type of relationships we already talked about but what I mean by, to, like, when I'm talking about the relationship today, in today's episode, uh, I mean, what do angels do for the believers and what do, do they do for the disbelievers? That's uh, the relationship that I'm talking about. So what can we do in another way? What can we do to get the praise of an angel? Because, by the way, angels do praise you. And when an angel praises you, that's that has a huge reward in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there are certain things that a, a believer must do. So, first of all, of course, you have to believe a believer. Believe in, 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 in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and God and his final messenger. That's the number one condition. Hence, what type of believers? That, that was the question. So, that number one condition is... You have to believe in Allah and his messenger and you have to be, you know, like follow Allah's commands. The number one thing that uh, believers, when they do, they get praise from the angels is those who teach people goodness. Now, what that means is those who teach people the religion, basically, who is Allah. So hopefully, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from me, like me sitting in the podcast and try to teach people about Islam Hopefully, inshallah, that would qualify to be in that category, inshallah, hopefully. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ says in a, uh, said in an authentic hadith, إِنَّ اللَّهُ مَلَائِكَتَهُ وَأَهْلِ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ حَتَّى النَّمْلَ فِي جُحْرِهَا وَحَتَّى الْحُوتِ لَيُصَلُّونَ عَلَى مُعَلِّمِ النَّاسِ الْ
Look at this. This is very, very wallahi, impressive and, and fascinating. The Prophet says, said in a hadith, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah himself subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his angels, all of his angels, the dwellers of the heavens and earth, even the ant, even the ant in its own you know, like hole or like tunnel, whatever the ants you know, dig underground, even the whales and the fish. The hoot here doesn't mean just a whale. It also means all the fish in the sea. All these, all, if, you, if, you, if you noticed, all, uh, all what I just mentioned right now, they don't have freedom of choice. Look at this. They praise that person who teaches people goodness. And what's meant by goodness here is mostly the religion. But it, again, it applies on other stuff as well. Can you imagine this? Allah himself subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels. And every creation he have ever created in the heavens and the earth. Stuff that we know about, stuff that we do not know about. And, and now he's give, and the Prophet has given us an example of that type of creation. The ant, including the ant and including the fish in the sea, they all praise that person. Can you believe this? SubhanAllah. It's inc an incredible honor for people who teach, um, for those who teach people goodness and teach people the religion and who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who Allah is and, you know, basically anything, any kind of, Useful, good information that you could teach other people. So that's number one. The second type of believers or the second type of people is those who wait for prayers in the masjid. Now, some people, they go to the masjid a little bit late. While the prayer is taking place, they go and they attend. And by the way, if you, uh, for example, finish work late or something like that, you it's it's fine or, or you, you didn't you were not being lazy basically you had you know some emergency or you know your circumstances are different from other people who didn't have any um, thing you should try as much as you can to get to the to the masjid or to the mosque early so by the way for those of you who do not know masjid is is the arabic word for mosque basically now those who wait for prayer so you go there a little bit earlier you wait for the prayer to take place Look at this. Angels who are in the mosque, they come in front of you and they keep making dua for you. They keep making supplication for you. They keep, they keep saying, Oh Allah, forgive him or her. Oh Allah, be merciful on them. Oh Allah, forgive them. Oh Allah, be merciful on them until the prayer starts. Can you imagine this? You have a, a dedicated angel who comes to you and keeps making supplication, praying to Allah on your behalf. The Prophet says in a hadith, Basically, as long as you have wudu. Do you understand? So go to the mosque, whether you have wudu already or not, which is, uh, uh, wudu, is uh, wudu is another word for ablution, which is the, 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 how you purify yourself, you know, wash yourself before you make salah. So, again, they keep praising you, making dua for you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number three, those who pray in the first row in the masjid, in the mosque. So, Muslims, we all know, we, we pray in rows, right? Men and women. The people who pray in the first row, 
the men who pray in the first row are getting the reward of the angels making dua for them, the angels making supplication for them. The Prophet says in Allah, So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself and the angels praise those who pray in the first row. And by the way, for the women, it's the last row. So it's reversed for the women. The women, the, the further they get from the men, because you know we, we know that it's like divided into two. That the, when you are inside a mosque, uh, uh, men pray in the front, and then there's a divider supposedly because we don't mix men and women in prayer, and then women pray in the back, and there's no nothing degrading. Because I, I know a lot of people, and are even like uh, modern, quote-unquote, modern Muslims, they say, so why the women are in the back? Is that degrading? It's not degrading. It's because it's not polite to be behind a woman who's bending to pray. Because, you know, people bend over women like to prostrate. So it's not polite. It's not, it's not Islamic to be behind women who are bending over in front of you. It's just not polite. You know, it's very uncomfortable. Islam doesn't allow such thing. So that's why, that's why, the, that's the main reason. So for men who pray in the first row, Allah praises them. And for women who are praying in the last row, it's the same thing. Now, number four, <clears throat> look at this. This is very interesting because I notice this a lot when I go pray in a mosque. Or even like it, when pray in, in, in a, like a congregation in general, like with a group of people. The, also, uh, the people who get praised are those who fill the gaps between... The feet of two people standing. So, if you're standing in prayer, and then someone is right next to you, so with your foot, you reach out to just touch, touch his foot, to just fill in the gap between you and the person next to you. Angels actually praise you for doing so. Now, the funny thing is, most people actually don't want to touch your feet, which is very interesting. It's, very, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the sunnah of the Prophet to do so, to just have this connection, you know, like this this unity. So you touch, and they say that when you don't do the, that, the shaitan, the devil, stands between you. So you basically block them. The Prophet ﷺ says about that in a hadith, إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ يُصَلُّونَ Those who stand in rows. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises them. And look at this. وَمَنْ سَدَّ فَرْجُهُ رَفَعُهُ اللَّهُ بِهَا دَرَجَةً those who huh, try to fill in the gaps between the, the feet, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate them on another level. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate them one more level, an extra level. So come on, why wouldn't you want that, you know? Number five, those who visit other sick Muslim people. When you visit sick people in general, you get rewards from Allah, whether they're Muslims or non-Muslims. So just to make this clear. Now, when you go visit a Muslim, because again, we know that Islam is, is, is encouraging this whole brotherhood or sisterhood, just a one family kind of thing. That doesn't mean go, go visit a stranger in their house, if you can, if you have no problem with that, that's absolutely fine. But we're talking about if someone you know uh, is sick, in general, go visit them. But when you go visit a, when they're Muslim, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, actually look at this, this is incredible. So when you go visit a Muslim person who is sick, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends 70,000 angels to praise you. To praise you. Listen to this. 
if you're visiting that person in the day in the daytime, they keep praising you all daytime until sunset. And if you did the same thing at nighttime, they praise you all nighttime until the sunrise. Can you believe this? It's unbelievable. Wallahi, it's it's just beyond. This is authentic stuff. This is, we're not making this up. The Prophet ﷺ told us this in authentic hadith. ما من امرئ مسلم يعود مسلما إلا بعث إلا إلا بعث الله سبعين ألف ملك يصلون عليه في أي ساعات النهار حتى يمسي وأي ساعات الليل حتى كان يصبح. If you go visit a Muslim sick person, Allah sends seventy, not seventy, seventy thousand angels to praise you on your way while you're going to visit them. Coming back and all the way until that half that period of time. So if you're doing this again during the daytime until sunset, they keep praising you. Even if you're home, you're fine. You still be praised. And same thing when it's the opposite way. If you're doing this at night, they keep doing the same thing until uh, the the sunrise. Number uh, number six. Those who eat suhoor before fasting. This is also. Uh, a very uh, interesting thing Because some people don't think They should eat suhoor So now in Ramadan For those of you who do not know In Ramadan When we uh, when Muslims fast From dawn to uh, sun, sunset uh, um, A Muslim should eat suhoor The Prophet ﷺ actually it's, When the Prophet ﷺ says in a hadith Do something It becomes mandatory It's not uh, optional anymore so it's not an option anymore. It becomes obligatory. So when the Prophet says, Make suhoor. So what is the suhoor? Suhoor is eating a, f- a very light meal before dawn, before you start fasting, before you pray fajr. Just a very tiny, you want to eat yogurt, drink some water, you want to eat a tiny piece of bread, whatever. You can eat a full meal. Nobody's stopping you. But again, we're talking about like, you know, from like health perspective, just eat something light because you pray, you might go back to sleep or you might just go on your day. It's, I mean, eat like you're eating breakfast if you want. So th- this this meal is called suhoor, right? Now the Prophet ﷺ says, whoever eats suhoor, the angels will actually praise them. The Prophet ﷺ says, Allah himself, subhanAllah, himself and the angels, they make praise, they praise you when you eat the meal of suhoor. Why would they do that? Why would they praise you for just eating? Because you're doing it to follow the sunnah of the Prophet You get up earlier than, um, you know, than the time of fajr to eat something and then pray. So you're waking up earlier than, and it's, again, waking up for Fajr time for dawn is really difficult. You know, like sometimes Sahur is at like 3 o'clock, you know, like Fajr time is at like 3.30 or something like that. So waking up at 3 o'clock is difficult. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you for following the sunnah and doing so. Number seven, those who stay at the same spot after the prayers. Now, I'm pretty sure many of you know about this, but maybe some don't. Usually when we finish prayer, 
uh, whatever, any type of praying, dhuhr uh, time, noon, afternoon, asr time, asha time, whatever, you usually see sometimes, even if you're praying at home, a group of people just sitting where they uh, prayed and doing dhikr. Meaning they're remembering Allah, they're saying Alhamdulillah, oh thank Allah for everything, you know, all these type of dhikr. Um, again, the dhikr is remembering Allah, but the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you say anything to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but without getting up and without losing your purification or tuhur or uh, wudu. So while you're sitting there, as long as you're sitting, an angel comes to you and keeps saying, oh Allah, forgive him. Oh Allah, have mercy on him. Oh Allah, forgive them. Oh Allah, have mercy on them until you get up or you lose your wudu, basically. Isn't that incredible? So that's why it's very recommended. Why also? Why is that being praised? Because after we finish prayer, you can tell the true believer from the average Muslim. How? The average Muslim, they finish prayer and they just run to do whatever they want to do in this life. Whether watching a movie, TV show, or uh, going meeting their friends, or going playing a game, or just doing whatever. But a true believer takes a moment after prayer to remember Allah, thank Allah for what he has or she has. Do you take a moment and you stay? But an average, a regular Muslim, ah, okay, let me just okay finish my prayer, finish my uh, obligatory prayer. Let me just run and do whatever. That's the difference. A true believer from a common Muslim or average Muslim. So those who do that, the the special type of believers, they get praise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the angels as well. Number eight is those who sleep on wudu. Subhanallah. Uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thanks to Allah, I always do it almost 99.9% of the time. Alhamdulillah, I, I, I sleep on wudu. So I do make wudu. As if I'm doing it to pray, um, do find, do my sunnah prayers before I sleep, and then the witch prayer in specific, and then I go and sleep. Sleeping upon wudu. Listen to this. As long as you're asleep, so let's say you went to sleep. You're in deep sleep. You lost your wudu. It still counts, by the way. It still counts in terms of like the praising. That doesn't mean you can get up and just pray after you fell in deep sleep because that doesn't count. But what I'm saying is the praising keeps on going until you wake up in the morning. So you have an angel who is by your side making dua for you and praising you all the way until you get wake up in the morning or for fajr time. Isn't that beautiful? Who, would, who wouldn't want that? And it's a simple act. All you have to do is do, you know. Hands, nose, ears, and you just like, you know, rinse all this. You know, the, how wudu goes. And if you do not know, just look it up on, on the internet. How does people do wudu? It's, it takes five minutes. Actually, I don't even think five minutes. It could take way less than five minutes to do wudu. Then you go to sleep, no problem. Actually, it takes way less. My bad. It takes like two, three minutes to do wudu. Max. Two, three minutes at max to do wudu. And then you just go to sleep. And you get the praise of the angels all the way until you wake up in the morning. The Prophet said, said in that hadith, "Man bata tahiran bata fi sharihi malakun falam yastaqid illa qala malik Allahumma qfir abdika fulan fa innahu bata tahiran." The angel, when you wake up, says, "Oh Allah, forgive him. He went to sleep on wudu, purified, basically." 
Now, number nine is those who feed the fasting Muslims. If you're fasting, some people, you know, some Muslims like to get, get, get the reward of feeding anybody who's fasting. Whether they're family members, whether they're even your, your best friends, or whether they're complete strangers, it's up to you. It all works. It applies on everyone who is fasting. The angels also, the Prophet ﷺ says, إِنَّ اللَّهُ مَلَئِكَتَهُ تُصَلِّيَ عَلَى الصَّائِمَ إِذَا أَكَلْ عَنْدَهُ حَتَّى Those who are fasting and when they eat, but basically when you buy them food or they come eat at your house, and if they if they're full, like so basically if you're if you let them eat whatever they want until they're full, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels they praise the host. They praise the host. It's not wallahi, all these things are you guys take it lightly. That's how is what Islam is all about. Islam encouraging encourages you to do good stuff to people. You know? And there are rewards. It doesn't go without rewards. Everything good, everything good. That if you talk to someone in a good way, whether they're Muslim or not, smile in their face, you get rewards for that. Which is, it's incredible that people don't even try. Some people don't even try, unfortunately. Okay, so number 10, and, and, and this is the, the, the last type of, of actions that a believer can do to get praised by the angels and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who pray upon the Prophet See what I just did right now when I say the Prophet? I have to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, peace be upon him. That, that's what it translates to in Arabic. So every time you hear the name of the Prophet you have to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, or peace be upon him if you can't say it in Arabic. The Prophet ﷺ says, مَا مِنْ عَبْدٍ يُصَلِّ عَلَيَّ إِلَّا صَلَّيْتُ عَلَيْهِ صَلَّيْتُ عَلَيْهِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ مَا دَامَ يُصَلِّ عَلَيْهِ فَلْيَقُلِ الْعَبْدِ مِنْ ذَلِكَ أَوْ لِيَكْثُرُ The Prophet ﷺ says, as long as you keep praising me, saying, Sallallahu peace be upon him, peace be upon him, peace be upon him. Every time you say this, angels, they say the same thing about you. They say to you, peace be upon you, peace be upon you, peace be upon you. So the Prophet ﷺ says, if you want to just say it a couple of times and that's it. They'll stop at a couple of times. If you want to keep saying it, they will keep saying it as well about you. And you get rewards, immense amount of amount of rewards for, you know, having that to happen to you or, you know, being praised like that by the angels. Now, what is the relationship between the angels and the disbelievers? Well, it's pretty, it's technically pretty simple. Angels, they hate disbelievers for not believing in Allah in the first place. Because we, we, we mentioned this before, angels are very strict, strict worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They worship Allah in a very strict way. They do not compromise their worshipping to Allah and their praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when they see humans who don't even acknowledge Allah, who don't even acknowledge that God exists, or who don't even acknowledge that Allah should be worshipped alone, so they have problems. They dislike them a lot, and some of them they hate you know, if those those uh, disbelievers are technically oppressors, right? Angels sometimes actually, by the command of Allah, punish disbelievers. But it's rare. It happened a couple of times. Like, you know, um, one time it happened to uh, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh, and it happened to the people of Lut. Um, it happened to certain type of people, but you have to be really bad for Allah to send an angel to just punish you straight up. You have to be a horrible oppressor and a disbeliever at the same time. 
and the people of Lot, basically what happened to them, that Gabriel or Angel Jibreel, peace be upon him, st uh, struck their faces, struck their faces with part of one of his wings. So they became blind. The people of Lot basically are the, I don't know if, 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 if and I'm pretty sure the famous, the story is, is famous across different religions, but basically the people of Lot are the people who were um, homosexual. They preferred men, the men who preferred men over women. And uh, they just, they were trying to expel prophet. Lot is the name of the prophet, by the way, uh, that was sent by Allah to, you know, guide him to the right path, but they never listened to him. They tried to kick him out of the city and he was commanded to get out of the city because they were going to be punished because all of them were like that. They were going to be punished like a, a collective kind of punishment to all of them. Which basically uh, um, Allah sent them. Remember when we talked about uh, uh, last time? Um, does Allah trick disbelievers and oppressors and lure them? Right? Uh, and and uh, what happened with the people of Allah is something similar that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wanted to give them a final test, whether they fail or they pass that test. One final test. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent two angels. On, they took the form of two men, two very attractive men, very handsome men. Because we always we remember we said before, angels when they take the form of humans, they take the best looking kind of people. The best, um, they look very beautiful, right? So they went to the town to visit Lot, and of course the men saw them. They started flirting with them, not knowing that they were angels. They thought they were just two like attractive and handsome men. So they started following them, uh, annoying them. But of course, the angels, they were not, they were there on a mission. And when they basically failed, when they failed, meaning the people, they failed the test. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded. Now the two angels, they told Lot, get out of here. You're done. Your job is done. Allah's punishment will come to them as soon as you leave. So uh, Lot took his children, I think, his, uh, his daughters, and he left. Uh, town and Jibril. What Jibril did was basically after he struck them. So he basically he struck them. He made him blind, and then he lifted the entire town on one of his wings, on a tip of one of his right wings, and then flipped it upside down and took it to the seventh heaven and threw it on back to earth. So it basically was squished. And destroyed completely, and that's basically what happened to them. And it's, the story is mentioned in the Quran and mentioned in many of the hadith. So again, back to the point: angels could punish disbelievers by a command of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, but you have to be really bad. Like you have to be a really like oppressor, and Allah chose them to do so for certain uh, cases. Also, angels, they curse certain type of people, whether they're believers or disbelievers, if they do one of the things. Number one, point a weapon at their fellow Muslim, even if they're joking. Be very careful. So now we're talking about Muslims again, back at Muslims again. Do not point a weapon, like, do not, like, get a, a sharp, it has to be a sharp object or any type of lethal weapon, and joke with your fellow Muslim. Do not do that because of the Prophet says, whoever does this, the angels curse them. Curse them. Even if you're doing this to your brother, joking with them, you still 
they still curse you, so do not do that. And number two, those who curse the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, and there are sects of Muslims, unfortunately, who curse the companions of the Prophet ﷺ. When you do so, it is an authentic hadith. Man those who curse my companions will, those who curse them will have the curse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels and all the believers. So that's another thing. So now we discussed all these things. Um, you know, basically the relationship between the angels and the humans, bad and good. Now let's answer the second question so we can, you know, um, find, uh, conclude uh, our angel um, discussion, the discussion about the, about the angels, uh, which is the question of, why didn't didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send angels to us instead of humans to be our prophets? Because guess what? If Allah sends an angel, we'll know that Allah exists because it's going to be a miraculous looking angel and we'll follow them right away. So why didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send angels? They follow Allah with no uh with with without any um, like flaws. So why couldn't we get angels as prophets instead of humans, right? Well, it's for the same exact reason that I just mentioned right now, which is, let's let's first say that we cannot see angels uh, unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us do so. And special, special type of people, mainly prophets and messengers, few of them actually were able to see the angels on their true form. Comprehending the size of the angels, since they have massive sizes, right, will be something that's overwhelming for us human beings and how are we going to learn from them when we're um, overwhelmed by their looks and how they their their their, their physical you know uh, shapes? We won't be able to understand anything. That's number one. But here's the most important part: we will never relate to them. Hence, we will never follow them. In actuality, we will never follow them. I just said they are uh, perfect in the way they worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But then. If you have someone who's perfect, what would you say? Well, they're angels. Why why am I supposed to do like them? They're perfect. They're angels. They're not human beings. They don't know how I feel. They don't know how to leave work and I'm extremely tired. They don't get tired. But I'm a human being. I get tired. Yet you want me to pray like they do? No. I can't do what they do because they're on a different level. That's exactly why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose humans. To show you that it can be done. Humans with flaws, not sins, not major sins or anything, flaws. So you can relate to them. Humans who are, get sick. Humans who get tired. So you, they show you. The Prophet ﷺ, when he used to get sick, we used to see how he used to pray. When he used to travel, we used to see how he used to pray. You know, there are certain, when he used to fast, we, okay, he's a human being. He was able to do it. Let's do it. He used to stand in prayer for a long time. Okay, he can do it. But then when an angel does it, if an angel did it, we're going to be like, well, it's an angel. Yeah, they can do anything basically without getting tired. But I'm a human being. I'm different. I'm not supposed to do what they're doing. It's really that simple. That's the simple answer. Usually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us, he sends us an example that we could relate to. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts from all of us and with that we uh, with that we will finish uh, today's episode and conclude the the topic of the angels I hope that you 
um, that this added to your knowledge and your information. And please, if you have any questions regarding the angels or any other thing, let me know uh, and I'll answer it as soon as possible. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.